millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. My husband recently asked me for something that could help him sleep and also relax that wasn't THC or a heavy dose of NyQuil. So I gave him Next Evo CBD. They are perfect to take after a long day and a perfect transition from relaxation into sleep. They're all natural, but also really potent. And my husband just asked me to order him another jar. So head to the link in the episode notes to check these out and use my special discounts for free shipping and other bundles. Next Evo CBD, totally life-changing. Welcome to the Outlier Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Conlin, and this is a bonus episode regarding the Karen Reed John O'Keefe case. I wanted to get this out here before the pretrial hearing that is scheduled for Thursday, February 15th. It is now Wednesday, February 14th. Happy Valentine's Day, losers. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I hate this holiday. It's a totally fake holiday. Uh, but I'm not sure that this pretrial is happening. So according to Court TV today, Lawyers for the defense and prosecution say they want to put all upcoming court dates on hold while they wait on federal officials to release what they say is key information. In one filing, they asked to reschedule a February 15th hearing at Norfolk Superior Court, cancel a court date on February 26th, and change the trial's March 12th start date. Instead, they're hoping to hold a hearing regarding several pending motions on March 12th. End quote. So let's all wait with bated breath. And in the meantime, I have renowned body language expert and specialist and author Jesus Enrique Rosas, who is based out of Europe. He's in Madrid. He is totally 
unbiased. And he'll tell you, he just heard about this case. I guess somebody sent it to him a few weeks ago and he was like, I don't know what this is. And then I had emailed him and he's like, okay, all right, fine. Let me just look this over and let's do it. But I want to remind everyone that while this is Jesus's opinion, of course, body language professionals are used as expert trial witnesses and their opinion could really mean a lot to a jury. So anyway, something interesting about this interview is at first, Jesus appears to be very diplomatic, like, okay, let me give you the tools to come to your own conclusion about what Karen is saying and how she's acting and and this and that. And then I'm like, no, I want to know your opinion and why you think this. Like, please share your expert opinion with all of us because I think that really does mean something. So please listen to the entire interview because I do think it's important to hear our entire conversation. So if he says something you don't agree with, don't get mad and turn it off. Keep listening. And before I play the interview, which is under 30 minutes, I'm going to play what Karen says briefly outside of the courtroom to the press. And then the, a little over a three and a half minute 911 call by Jen McCabe with Karen in the background. And I cannot play the nightline interview because of copyright issues, but maybe go back and watch that after you listen. Okay. Playing these recordings and then going right into the interview with Jesus Enrique Rosas. Tried to save his life. I tried to save his life at six in the morning. I was covered in his blood. I was the only one trying to save his life. Maintains she did nothing wrong. And we know who spearheaded this cover up. You all know. Yes, we do. And no, she didn't do it. No, she didn't do it. This is an innocent. Um, yes, I think someone from the thirty fourth thirty fourth year before is getting out. Thank <laughs> you. 
know, I know, I'm on the phone with the Andrew. I know, I know, I know. I know, I know. Okay, Jesus, I really appreciate you doing this. I think I explained that people really are just looking for an unbiased expert here. They want to hear different opinions because this case is really tearing uh, this town apart. I've never seen people get so upset on social media with these different opinions. Um, and that being said, I made it clear to them that you're in Europe. You don't have any skin in the game with this with this case. You are just whatsoever. Coming. Yeah, none exactly. So I sent you a few things. I sent you um, Karen Reed on Nightline, and I sent you her and her lawyer speaking to the press, and then Jennifer McCabe's nine one one call with Karen Reed in the background. So let's start with a nine one one call. I played this for the listeners, so it will be fresh in their head. Um, Right away, right off the bat, what are your feelings about Jennifer McCabe, who is the one making the call? Okay, in, in that call, I hear actual distress. Okay, that's that's the... Um, I ran it through a, a software to clean up it a, a bit because it has a lot of noise. But I heard actual distress from that, that call. That, that was my appreciation of, uh, of the fight. I just had to mention, I, I want to mention the, that uh, of all the cases that I get pitched uh, like uh, on a daily basis, I got pitched this case like, I don't know, like four months ago. Uh, and I just review it. I saw the clips. I already saw the clips that you uh, sent me mm. back then. And, well, I had a pretty good idea of what was going on, but I did not make a video about, about that. I just, I just, I don't know, put that in the backlog and I just forgot about that okay. until you came and, and mentioned that again. And when I saw the clips, hey, yes, I have seen this. And, and well, uh, it, was a, it was a fresher way to look at them. So I have better insights to, to share with you, in fact. Can I just ask you, um, I, you know, I want to make it clear to you, there are two different people on the 911 yes. call. So yes. Jennifer McCabe uh, was the one who spoke to um, the operator. And then Karen Reed was the one in the background who was screaming, John, yes. John, John. And that is at the end. I think the end is the one that's very uh, disturbing. I want to know what you thought uh, of Jennifer McCabe speaking to the 911 operator, because from what I've learned and, and yeah, with certain forensics and, and whatnot, she appears to be very calm, very calm. Yes. She, she, she was uh, initially calm. Although there are people that can be a state of shock can manifest in many ways. So maybe you can just, absolutely lost it, lose it, or you can freeze, 
or maybe you can be unusually calm at a, mm -hmm. at some point. So I would not discard that maybe McCabe was distressed, but she could have re she could have reacted. Uh, it, it's like you have a, we have a switch that might be triggered at some point and say, mm -hmm. "Hey, I have to make the 911 call and how to get from this uh, out of this distressing situation comes from making that call right. So it's, it's like the brain shuts down everything else and you focus on that. That could be a possibility. Uh, it's uh, many people, of course, are going to jump to conclusions that oh, maybe she's into something. Maybe she was uh, uh, complicit of something. She was initially calm. But mm. that is something that can actually happen. That like our, our brain just shuts down except for the task at hand because you know that your life or the life of someone else depends on it. That is a possibility. Okay, that's fair. And I I couldn't tell at the beginning of it. I think it was Jennifer screaming Karen. And that's what I think kind of threw me. If that was her going, Karen, Karen, like that. And then going, hi, like I'd like to report. You know, I felt like that was like a little strange to me like that you can just change your voice like that so drastically yeah that that's the kind of things i i remember the more though uh case as well when he was uh, talking to the to the police that he has this very sudden change of um of uh of demeanor of behavior mm -hmm. and was absolutely suspicious and well in in the end we we knew what was it all about but uh, in this case, and due to the quality of the recording, I, I would still give McCabe the benefit of the doubt. Okay, that's fair. And then um, to also, in this case, I would like to give Karen Reed the benefit of the doubt because you can hear her in the background at the end of the call, the way she's screaming hurry to me, where it's impolite. It's, yes. it's, it's just complete and utter terror, like terror and shock. And I, I felt like that was really emotional and very genuine. Yes, absolutely. I can okay. okay. All right. That's, that's great to know. And then, um, going into, going into her speaking outside of the courthouse with, with the press, I wanted to talk about something specific that happens. And I want to get your take on this. Um, when she's talking to the press outside, and I will play this, or I did play this for the listeners. She says something, and then she cuts herself off. She says, covered in his blood, I was the only one trying to help him. I don't know if you recall that exact moment, but the way she she did this, I'm wondering if um, that was a thing for people to do, right? Like she said, I was covered in his blood, and then she realized she was saying I was covered in his blood. Well, that looks bad. And then she kind of turns and says, well, I was the only one trying to help him. I'm just curious yeah, that, your thoughts that, on that. That that could be another thing that happens that you are in this process of a trial and your attorney says, well, your case depends on this and these are the boundaries of your case, right? Mm -hmm. And our defense is based on these facts that, that, that that's what we are going to use for your case. Mm -hmm. uh, for um, To make our job easier, this is, this is a usual process of any attorney, you must not mention this and this and this. Just, just obvious that it's it's something that that is usual process. 
Mm-hmm. It is not that it, it does not signal that the person is guilty or innocent. It's just a process of the attorney says, I'm going to defend you in the basis, uh, in this basis, in basis A. If you say B, then that will confuse people. Then that could confuse a jury, could confuse the, the judge. That will make, and that could give the, the prosecutor something to. To, to, to get hold of. So mm-hmm. make sure and when you're talking to the press and talking to the press is a good thing, you should talk to the press so the, the press, uh, the people realize that you are not afraid to um, be open about the case because you are, uh, you, you are sure about your innocence, but you have to make sure to not go outside that boundary stated by the attorney. That is a possibility Another possibility of, of course, is a slip of the mind when people are lying. Uh, maybe I want to lie about what happened and I go through the process in my head over and over again and I convince myself of what happened, quote unquote. But at some point when I'm, it happens a lot with the narcissists, hmm. uh, especially when they want to victimize themselves and you are in front of a public you have a microphone, you, they get excited, and they could be a slight slip of the tongue at, at any point. Not saying that Karen Reed is either a scenario, just, just giving uh, your audience, your, your listeners, uh, the tools to decide what do they think is, 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 is that, uh, what, what could apply in here. Because okay. body language has one thing. Uh, I, I saw when you tweeted that I was going to be in your podcast. Many people were asking, is body language uh, a pseudoscience? Is it scientific? Mm-hmm. It's we begin adding certain signals, okay? It's, it's like it's a scientific method of adding certain things, not, not only face, not only the voice, not only the body, but many other uh, factors and, of course, behavior to reach a conclusion. So this is the mm-hmm. kind of observation that, uh, um, everyone should be doing, not only in this case, but in any other case and in their daily life, which is most important of all. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I do, I do want you to give your opinion. I appreciate you giving us the tools and, and obviously like we, you know, this is, um, this is your opinion as an expert. You're not on trial here. You're not, um, obviously included in this investigation, but, Seeing her up there uh, in front of the press, what did you what did you think? Did you think did you get a, a lie detector? What did you what did you get? Both 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 in uh, she uh, talking to the press and both in the interview. The night line. I, yes. I, I have a, a couple. Um, the most important thing, and this is my recommendation when you're watching a video, is uh, well one technique is watching it without sound, but another technique is just listening to it without looking at the people. Just listen to the voice. Okay, the voice is extremely hard to fake. You can fake uh, hand gestures. You can fake uh, facial uh, emotions. You can fake a lot of things. The faking voice uh, is extremely hard. So that's the first thing that I noticed. She, she's got a rather regular tone of voice along every single description. Uh, talking to the press has the... Um, like yeah, like a regular, like um, a steady uh, is the word mm-hmm. tone of voice that tells me that she is in control of what she is saying. Okay, 
Mm-hmm. And doing it, if, of course, in front of the press, that one can be nervous, uh, one can have slips of the tongue, like the one you mentioned, that is a sign of uh, that she is being truthful. Uh, okay. The eye patterns that we enter the realm of, uh, of uh, the face, for example, the eye patterns when she is, has these recollections of what happens, Mm-hmm. are consistent with someone who is remembering something, not uh, not that much with someone who is creating things. Maybe she has gone through this so many times, and as such, I, I, have, to, I have to be clear in here on what do I mean by remembering, because this is important. The same way that attorneys tell uh, their client, do not say these words, do not talk outside of these boundaries, uh, this is the way that you're going to uh, talk in this interview about what happened. That mm-hmm. That is also, that is regular practice. Absolutely yeah. nothing new yeah, yeah. on that. Uh, pe- people could say, well, that is misleading. Why can't she just talk the way she wants? And uh, well, if you were in a situation that you've been maybe, this is just a hypothetical, what I'm going to say, not apply mm-hmm. to this case. If you have been framed for something, you want to be believed, and you're going to listen to your attorneys. Your attorneys are going to say, you have to dress like this, you have to talk like this, you have to go to the interview like this, and you're going to to um, um, to have to describe the events in this and this way. Because that's their job. And that's, that's how you... I listen to them. Convince, that was me. <laughs> yes, that, that's yeah. how you convince people of your innocence. Because yeah. it's a very bad idea. It's a very bad idea to pretend that since I'm innocent, I'm going to uh, I'm going to just uh, speak the truth because so many ways that you can say more than is necessary, and that's absolutely um, uh, that, that is actually dangerous. That yeah. that can get you in actual danger. Uh, I see also a lack of contradictions between her words and her body expression. I see that her body, even if she is not using that many hand gestures, I see her body movements that emphasize her words at the right rhythm. She, she, mm-hmm. She's got a verbal rhythm and she's got a body rhythm and they both go more or less in sync. That is important too. Uh, I could understand. I remember that I checked, of course, it's always a, a, a fascinating how to see yeah. uh, how people evaluate uh, behavior of someone, uh, someone, what are the biases? And I, I think one of the biases that people could have is about her facial expressions. At some point, she's very intense in the way that she emphasizes words and she opens her eyes a lot and she uh, tenses her mouth a lot. And I don't have a way, it would be nice to have like a recording of her in another situation, like years ago, like five years ago or something, before this uh, incident, to see if that's the that, that's her usual way of expressing herself. I my guess is that this is her usual way of expressing herself. That she can be quite intense, but that opening the, her eyes could be a bit freaky at times. So say, oh my God, she's exaggerating. Uh, she she must be guilty because she is pushing too hard with her with her answers, but. Maybe that's the way that she, she talks. Again, when we talk about body language, you say, 
this might be or this might not be. This is usually a sign, as we said, that yeah. attorneys have instructed her or something or there's a slip of the tongue. That you begin adding this and this. Okay, maybe at some point she had this slip of the tongue talking about that, talking about blood. Does it happen again at any point? Does, it, does she mention uh, the word blood at any other uh, point? That is, that is important. Another thing that I noticed, by the way, speaking about going back in time, is that they show in that interview some pictures of her, of the couple. Yes. Of her with O'Keefe. I was going to show um, you a couple of those too. Yeah. Yes. And they they look completely relaxed. She, she she looks relaxed, leaning into him with a very relaxed smile, not not crazy smile at all. It, it's like, like. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Beautiful couple. They were a beautiful couple. So it's, it's. Um, I don't know if 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 you want me to 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 spoil it, but my my appreciation back then is what is, is that Karen Reed is not the one who perpetrated whatever happened. We don't know exactly what happened, and I also took a look at. Uh, the case itself and the injuries from O'Keefe are mm -hmm. really inconsistent on what allegedly happened. That, that like, uh, going back with the SUB and having the kind of uh, scratches and uh, an arm. This is outside, of course, of body language. I, I'm, I'm getting yeah. ahead of myself or making no, it outside of, of my realm. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, I always take a look at, at, at those things and try to reconstruct because this is also useful for anyone uh, or listen to this amazing podcast. And thank you for inviting me, by the way, <laughs> is that it helps if you visualize what the person is constructing, like uh, uh, Karen Reed is speaking about the events and you have to, this is very important, one of the best skills that you can develop is visualizing what the person is saying. You immediately visualize with as much detail as you uh, can possibly uh, have in, in your mind. Mm -hmm. And then compare that with the pictures and compare that with the photos, compare that with the recollections of other people. 
and see where are the inconsistencies. But visualizing, like in 3D, like if you are in the scene, that is the greatest skill that you can have. And well, if you love true crime, this is this is something that is uh, it, it's a bit morbid. What I'm going to say, but this is quite fun, right? Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> maybe it's not the the right word, but it I get is, what uh, you're saying. <laughs> yes, uh, it, it, it is fun to say, "Hey, I have like this puzzle," mm. because that's what attracts us to true crime. There is yeah. a puzzle. There is a, 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 a random pieces. Body language is one part of that that piece. But in, in, in assembling those pieces that we reach, okay, this is what really happened. And that is, uh, that is something that is fascinating about this. So another thing that I, uh, well, I think that, that, that was uh, what I yeah. saw in my notes. Yes, well, do, do you, you have any other questions? I do, I do. So, okay, um, you know, perfect. you did, it's not that you spoiled anything. You gave, you gave your opinion based on what you saw. You saw her speak. And I do want to add that she was an adjunct professor at Bentley College. So she was used to public speaking, um, which is maybe why she comes across very confident, um, maybe intense at times. She, she knows how to speak. She's a good speaker. I do want to ask you though, you, and I don't know if you're aware because I, you obviously know the case only top level. You don't, you haven't gotten into yes. any of like the nitty gritty details, but Jennifer McCabe has been accused of helping uh, cover this up. And Jennifer McCabe was the one who Googled how long to die in the cold. Um, it's been disputed if she Googled this at 2 a.m. or if it was that morning when Karen, yeah. So, which is why I think um, somebody had mentioned on, on the Twitter, like listen to the 911 call so it's almost like, okay, you don't think Karen Reed necessarily did it, but I guess, do you not think Jennifer, McCa- Jennifer McCabe had anything to hide during that call? You didn't sense anything in her voice that might've been like, this is, this is fake. This is phony. Um, you just thought it was, she was just holding it together. But you, you asked like a very, very uh, interesting question because uh, upon listening to the, um, the, the audio, it's like... Uh, we usually, uh, it's like that test that you say that, that people playing with the basketball and they don't see the gorilla, the, the famous gorilla test. If you're focusing on one of the persons in, in the call and you're, you're thinking, okay, I have to I try to make it, uh, uh, try to have this idea of mm-hmm. what I hear on one of the voices, then one can miss the pieces of the puzzle on the other voice. And maybe, maybe in another Giving it another hearing, maybe I could hear something, but still, and this is another recommendation, by the way, yeah. in when we are analyzing body language, it's usually not the best idea to go with your first impression of things. First impressions help a lot because uh, mm-hmm. for survival reasons, we need that first impression to say, upon first impression, I don't trust this person. Like yeah. in, in, in three seconds, I, I, I have bad vibes. It gives me bad juju. I don't know, but mm-hmm. gives you a, a, a bad impression. That is your quick system, your fast system of the brain judging something just for survival. But the best results in these cases stem from analyzing or listening or watching an, the interview or listening to the 911 call and like leaving that in the back of your head. Mm-hmm. Okay. And even the next day after you have slept and your subconscious has gone, hey, your subconscious, you, you are dreaming 
and then your subconscious goes through the, oh my God, oh yes, uh, today I watched this video. Mm, there was this intention of deciphering. Okay, I'm going to put in this machine. I, I, I'm, I'm talking about it in this, uh, in this very funny way, but that's exactly what yeah. happens. If you want to decipher something and you expressly instruct your subconscious because your subconscious is like a friend, but you mm -hmm. go to sleep, hey, I watched this video and maybe you can see something that I haven't seen. Your subconscious is going to work on that, okay? You just have mm -hmm. to command your subconscious when you're going to sleep. And then I guarantee you that the next day you're going to, maybe you watch the interview again and you're going to see all the things that you absolutely miss. Or you have these, maybe you have these insights that you did not have the very first day that you watched something. So uh, that is something that helps uh, as well. Maybe Uh, maybe I don't have more insights now. Maybe mm -hmm. you ask me in one week or in one week, I say, hey, yeah. Lauren, I, 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 I just noticed something. Yeah. Because that happens. And even you don't have, you don't even have to watch the interview. Maybe one part of the interview just pops in your mind yeah. and you see it. Okay. But, but you have to, as visualization is a skill, You have to train your subconscious to help you. It's like it's your, your, your Sherlock, it's your Watson, and you ask your subconscious to do the grunt work while you're sleeping. That, that is another tip that I can give uh, uh, your fans of true crime. Yes. You know, no, absolutely. And I'm not, I'm not digging or looking for you to tell me something that I want to hear. I, I just know what I heard and I've, I've gone deep into other 911 calls with forensic analysts. And it is something that we've discussed the over calmness, the, you know what I'm saying? That to me, it my opinion, it felt like she was making a well visit appointment for her dog at the veterinarian. And I was just like, and then she was like, yeah. and so I was like, Oh Jesus, that's, that's very contrasting. But, um, The last thing I want to ask you about, about Karen, and it, I don't know if this is a bit too specific for you, but when, um, she is asked how many drinks she's had, uh, you know, and this has been highly disputed. She says four, uh, but she's just kind of like, uh, four. It was reported yeah, she, that she, she, yeah, go ahead. She is rather, uh, vague, about it and it's one of the few moments of the interview that she stumbles upon it i guess that is that dichotomy or maybe she she got she had more than four drinks yeah but if she it's like that like uh, this kind of uh if you tell the truth it's gonna be bad for you if you don't tell the truth then it's gonna be bad for you as well yeah. so you don't know what with what to go in that in that sense because it's a very specific question uh and unless you've had many drinks you're going to absolutely remember how many drinks did you did you have i'm That's going to reveal point. something that that <laughs> that might upset some people mm -hmm. but in fact uh another job of attorneys and yes i have done this as well is to how to answer these kind of questions in a way that you are not necessarily lying, but you're not telling the whole truth at the same time. So you don't feel bad about it. So, but, but of course, it may be, maybe uh, the attorneys did not foresee this uh, question. Are, you are they going to ask you about how many drinks? They, they haven't rehearsed that answer uh, that much because, yes, that is 
on point. That is suspicious. How, mm. how, 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 how can't you remember how many drinks you have? Because this is always a game of either this happened or this other thing happened. Either you have a few drinks or you have many drinks. You have to think in, 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 in two scenarios. For mm -hmm. everything that happens, think of two scenarios. And the first scenario, you have a few drinks. There's no reason that you don't remember how many drinks you have. All right? Uh, the other thing that maybe the drinks were really, uh, I don't know, heavy or loaded with another thing. This is yeah. completely uh, hypothetical of, on my side. And the other thing is that, well, you had too many drinks that you don't remember. That is, of course, a bad thing because how can we rely on your general recollections of the right. of the event? So that, that is a very delicate point. That, that really, really interesting question. So uh, two things about that. One is that, you know, when she gave that interview, it had been, uh, I believe, a few years. So... Yeah, she might have forgotten because it's been a few years. I don't know how many drinks I had two years ago on January, whatever. I have no idea. That's number one. Number two, um, it was reported that she had she bought nine drinks. That could have been for other people, obviously. Could have been for John. Yeah. Um, it could have been for friends. And the other thing was that that wasn't the only bar that she went to. So maybe she had four drinks at that bar. Maybe she had one or two at another bar. So she was answering that way. I just, I wanted to get your opinion on that because it is a point of contention. And additionally, I don't think she really feels like admitting that she uh, drank and drove like to that excess. Um, yes. Yeah. That's, that's another thing I, I would just, I would just think about um, a couple other comments that just struck me as a little bit odd when she called him frugal and she's talking, saying that he's such a wonderful person. Everyone loves him. And then she said, he's frugal. I'm like, that's not like a compliment. <laughs> um, if somebody said that they were, you know, I, I had died and, you know, one of the two adjectives they used to describe me was frugal. I'd be like, what? Okay. Thanks. Um, and then I, I thought it was a little odd the phrase, uh, I would never harm a hair on his head because she's a little older than me, but that's not a typical phrase that I would use. Um, yeah, that's a that's a quite yeah. elaborate uh, sentence. Oh, like when she would say, you know, I I would never hurt him. I would never harm a hair on his head. Like if that was me and I'm doing an interview, I'd be like, I would literally never touch him. I would never. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't think I would just yeah, say yes, that it, phrase. Yeah. So I just felt like that maybe, was... Maybe you were talking about more hands-on words instead of more uh, literary way, okay? Because you, you are feeling something and you you are going to express yourself in maybe more blunt words to yeah. express your feelings. I, I, I get your point. Yeah, I just, I think some of the, the words she chose to use, and listen, I, I know what live TV is like. You don't always say what you want to say, and I don't know if the nightline was able to be edited or if they could stop and she could be like, wait, let me say that again. Probably not, you know, probably not. But these are just things I thought of, like would a 40 year old woman use these phrases uh, in her everyday life? I, I don't know her. So possibly or possibly not. But um, but no, this is really helpful. And look, I'm I'm also with you. I don't <laughs> I go back and forth. I don't think she did it. I, I don't only because of, of the body. And, and I'm not saying that there's this big cover up either. I just don't see how she could have possibly done it. Um, 
you know, and then going back to what she initially, the whole thing that gets me. And when I say, okay, why would you ever do this is when they first pleaded guilty to the manslaughter. And she's like, he's like, it was an accident. This was a total accident. She didn't mean to. I'm like, that is, that to me is like where you really blew this. But, um, anyway, yes. Yeah, I could talk about this forever, but but thank you, thank you so much, and 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 thank you for your your expertise and um, just being an unbiased voice in this very complicated case. I I really do appreciate you. My pleasure. Thank you, and Lauren. You can, where can people find you if they want to follow your work? I will put it in the episode notes. Okay, especially on, on on YouTube, the Body YouTube. Language Guy, or on Twitter. You just search for the Body Language Guy. You're gonna find me everywhere. Okay, awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much. This has been super enlightening. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you, Lauren. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Jesus Enrique Rosas. That was his opinion as a body language expert and a specialist. Take that for what you will. I have to say, um, I I am still very tripped up by that 911 call because in my opinion, I just think she sounds way too calm. And I mentioned this to him, like I, I really have taken the time to study a lot of 911 calls with different forensic analysts on my other podcast, uh, Corruption, What Happened to Grant Solomon. And it's it's crazy because she really does sound, like I said, like she's making some kind of like well-visit dentist appointment for one of her kids or, or for a pet or whatever. It's just like, it's so strange. And then her voice seems to to shift at, at the beginning. So I don't really get that. I really don't. But um, knock on wood, I have never made a 911 call before. I don't know. I don't think I'd be that calm. I really don't, especially if there's a body on the ground a few feet in front of me. But Okay. Um, I will have one more Karen Reed, John O'Keefe expert on this podcast next week to give their opinion. I have already booked them, but I won't tell you who it is. You have to just wait and see. Um, Okay. Thank you so much for listening to the Outlier Podcast. I'll be back with another episode this week. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.